Hi, hello, howie, and welcome to another episode of Little Gems. Today's chat was with Franny about writing. This chat went from writing childhood stories about the Easter Bunny during the pandemic to writing songs to the importance of English teachers in our life. So a touch base on a lot of things that are all part and parcel with the journey of putting pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, what have you. I love this chat, especially because I adore writing, but hearing the ways in which it's involved in pretty much everything she does had me realizing that it would probably do the whole world a lot of good to start loving writing if you don't yet because be it email, be it text, be it journals, be it writing love letters, you know, you need to write. And it's one of the first skills that we learn as human beings. So maybe you can glean some inspiration from the ways in which Franny loves to write. Do enjoy. Thank you so much for chatting today. You're welcome. With me. I am so curious as to what little gem you have decided to chat about today? Today, um, my little gem is writing. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Um, we'll go right from the beginning. Why writing? Why right now? I think writing because it, like, it helps me to kind of... Um, try not to sound super cheesy. <laughs> but... When I write and it's not for anything, so it's not for work or it's not for a purpose, it's a place where I can just like say anything, let my kind of true voice uh, surface. And I find it's, I don't know, I think you learn a lot about yourself when you just sit down with a pen and paper because whatever comes out was, was in there, was in your mind. And then you can kind of like parse through everything that you've written and sometimes things jump out at you Mm -hmm. absolutely and then there's a free flowingness to it that just seems very natural and very easygoing I think it's just kind of meditative in that way sure yeah and I think like I don't know there's different I chose writing because it also applies to music. I had a hard time deciding whether or not I was going to like choose music because that's also a little jam. Um, but writing music and then writing stories and writing journal entries like across the board, it's just, uh, I don't know, it brings me joy. So yeah, All of it does. <laughs> so writing is this place of joy for you. And I'm yes. wondering, has it always been that way? And when do you think that that love for it started? Um, yeah, I think it's always been that way. I always, like, as a kid, I was always journaling and um, writing things down and writing stories and fiction, random little kind of uh, tales and sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I definitely kind of lost, like, I didn't really do it for pleasure, for fun, a lot of the time when I was in university, um, because you're doing just so much writing for school and reading for school. 
But uh, yeah, I think it's really been a lifelong, a lifelong joy. I'm picturing your room circa grade seven. Oh yeah, quotes on the wall. All oh, quotes on the wall. I envied that. Oh, I <laughs> loved coming in there and seeing words that just. Yeah, I mean, I think like that's also so part of it is um connecting to other like I'm always finding quotes and little tidbits and motivational things um so I think that definitely ties into the love of writing and I I think that's why I like writing because it connects you to yourself Mm. I think mostly but also to other people and is there somewhere where right now you've been collecting these thoughts like for you does it have to be pen to paper I'm always so curious about mediums when Mm -hmm. it comes writing and if there's one that just you can't you can't type it like you are never going to do a Microsoft Word journal entry or what's your Uh, goal honestly it's all over the board like I have so many random little journals that have a few words in them and then my notes app in my phone like sometimes I'm walking down the street and I'll have a thought and I'm like oh write that down so (laughs) none of it is organized I just have random words in all sorts of files and notebooks both on the computer and in the physical world (laughs) I'm exact same I'm picturing so many notepads that I have with one page written on it and I have decided that I can't go back to that notepad because no like that was that sacred period of time or thought or whatever it was (laughs) I was going through like I can't touch page two of that notepad now like it's 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 set in stone for sure yeah yeah that well beyond do you think have you been the type to actually go back and read over some of these writings or do you think it's really like an in the moment outlet that you get it you have the moment you expel whatever the thought is Mm -hmm. and then kind of be gone with that um, yeah, I I think for, if I'm writing to, like, just for myself, like, as a, an outlet to, I don't know, word vomit on the page and just get it out, I do not typically go back and read those again. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's, like, I don't know, if I wrote a short story and I want to illustrate it and make it something, then I'll, I'll go back and read that because I gotta, I have to. <laughs> oh, but, short yeah. Story. I love that. Okay, so. I wrote an Easter one this year. Yes. Okay. Tell me all about that, please. <laughs> okay. So how the story goes. Um, the Easter Bunny is, it's it's this year, it's set in 2020, so it's within the current times. And the Easter Bunny is trying to figure out how to deliver the eggs and the treats to all of the families when Easter Bunny can't go into anyone's house because we're all in isolation. So eventually... Uh, the Easter Bunny, which is a she in this in this story, the she decides. Yeah, she's She decides to um, uh, leave all of the eggs and the treats on the doorsteps of everyone. And this Easter, instead of having their Easter's inside alone, everybody comes out onto their front stoop and they see each other and they kind of rejoice together as they get their eggs and then the Easter Bunny is watching from a rooftop far away and says I think I'll do this every year and that's the story (laughs) so I'm 
ashamed, but my mind first goes to, you should monetize this and sell that. (laughs) Hopefully it would be relevant for 2021, but like, I don't know. It could be a tale of the time. Like parents read it to their kids 20 years from now and go, you can't even imagine what it was like for us that Easter. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So much. So where did the inspiration come to write this story? Obviously, other than the fact it was Easter. Literally, I was sitting on my deck and it was Easter and I thought, I'll write an Easter story. (laughs) And it just came out. Did you do some illustrations? I did do some illustrations. So it's a full on, full fledged finito project Easter story. I mean, yeah, like I still have to cut out the illustrations and put them in a book, but like all the work is done. Oh my goodness. Okay. Again, I don't know. I'm ashamed that I'm really having like a capitalist <laughs> reaction to this, but like it must be easy to publish. Easy is the wrong term. I can imagine that the market for children's books, I guess it's really competitive and I'm sure it is, but like most children's books are quite simple. Like, yeah, no, they are. They're simple stories with a little like, I don't know, feel good end. If anyone's listening, we have a budding <laughs> short story child writer here. Hello, everyone. Yeah, reach out for inquiries. Give me a call. I'll write something. <laughs> love that. So doing some story writing, and I also would love to delve a bit into the process of songwriting, because I know that that's a big overlap with some other little gems that you were mentioning in your life. Yes, songwriting. Um... I don't know, songwriting, much like any of my other writing, is very unstructured. So I'll just mm. pick up the guitar and start playing chords and start singing things. And then sometimes I'll have like half a song. Um, but lately I have been having trouble finishing these songs that I have been writing. Um, okay. Yeah, a bit of a, I don't know, I just can't. I write half of a song, and then I move on to the next one. Is the part of the song that you're writing, or where you begin the beginning of the song, is it you literally are having a hard time with the end, or is it just wrapping it all together, be it the middle, be it some, the chorus, some chunk that you're just having a tough time putting pen to paper on? I it's it's like I yeah I'll literally write the beginning of the song so maybe like the first verse and a chorus or something and then I'll go okay that's good for today and then the next time I pick up my guitar I don't go back to it I just do another one Hmm. that's the cycle we're in right now is there I've obviously never well that's not true I wrote a song when I was eight or nine called I'll never wear pink I do (laughs) I have memories of that, I feel like. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I don't really, off the top of my head, have a clue of how a song normally ends. I guess you are telling a story through it, usually. Yeah, I mean, like, structurally, like, usually verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, maybe another chorus. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I think it just comes from, like, losing interest. Like, I'll, I'll listen back to it and be like, eh, I don't know. I don't really want to keep on with that one and then just move on. So maybe it's a discipline thing. <laughs> that 
actually a really good segue though into a question that I was going to ask because with writing in general mm-hmm. I mean I would imagine one of the allures and appeals of writing a children's book is you can generate the momentum to get over that middle hump quite quickly mm-hmm. where if you're writing a novel or even a song like those are longer much more creatively complex processes that I think it's really easy to lose your energy in mm-hmm. and when it comes to like writing and it being your little gem, do you find, is it something that you're trying to focus on, like completing projects or completing journals or like mm-hmm. you were saying, songs, or is it really just more of the self-expression? Yeah, at this point, it's totally just the process and the self-expression. Like, there's no goal tied to it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to have more music in my life and um, and maybe like, I don't know play more open mics or something like that but when I'm writing songs or when I'm writing stories it's purely just for like I want to do this right now (laughs) yeah 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 it just it's like an itch and then you scratch it and then you're kind of yeah is it something that you've noticed during quarantine that you've been doing more of writing in any capacity um yeah yeah for sure definitely I think I'm have just more time to like just more downtime and I'm trying to sort of chronicle uh, life in quarantine a little bit more than I would chronicle just a daily life outside of the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah it's interesting you say that because I have had that attraction to trying to commemorate more moments and mm-hmm. maybe that's just a like a preemptive nostalgia or right one day I'll look back and think what did I do during that time and yeah rest assured I have an app on my phone that will tell me because I have a photo <laughs> and every summarize every day but I totally understand that and I know Right now, you're also doing writing for work. Yeah. And I wonder, for you, when you were wrapping up high school, or actually even in high school, when you kind of start to develop your, I don't know, at least a preference for certain subjects, Mm -hmm. English was top of the list there, right? Yeah, and I took creative writing in grade 12, I Mm -hmm. think it was grade 12 or grade 11. Um, yeah I think it was great job uh and I really loved that I loved that that was super fun um I really like getting prompts because sometimes that makes it easier as opposed to just sort of like okay I could write anything prompts Mm -hmm. are fun because you have a little bit of direction and then what I also really liked about that was sharing we all were encouraged to share our our work with each other And so kind of getting back to that part of a connection, like you hear other people's stories and you resonate with this or that. And I don't know, I think it's cool. (laughs) What do you think about that sharing activity that you enjoyed the most? Like what feeling or what was the the overall ambiance of those moments? I think that people, when they write, as opposed to, like if you sit down with a pen and paper, you might have a tendency to be more honest, mm-hmm. more honest with yourself and just more honest in general. 
um, and kind of talk about things that might be harder to talk about mm-hmm. face-to-face or just in a casual conversation. So mm-hmm. I I felt, um, I don't know, I think when we are able to connect to each other's struggles and what we're going through, it really, ha- like if you hear that someone else is going through something that you are, you feel less alone and you feel, yeah, more community. And so I think that that element of it probably. Yeah, I guess the shared vulnerability is. Yeah, exactly. And even if like, even if you're not writing about something that's personal or um, particularly vulnerable, even just the act of creating something and sharing that is in and of itself vulnerable. So I just, yeah, I don't know. I really like that. There's like a realness to it. I don't know. It feels like people are being true to themselves. I think back to cards that I've received and I feel quite confident that if it were to be said to me off the cusp of someone's head or just even read to me, it's so Mm -hmm. different than looking at something that somebody has written. Yeah. Like their hand has created that and it's come from their brain and now it's coming out of their mouth. Like the whole process of tying it all together. And like you said, like the vulnerability of even sharing that, even if it's nothing vulnerable to begin with. Yeah. It's, I think, very powerful in terms of the connections and the uh, networks that it makes between you and somebody else. Yeah, that's like any kind of, I don't know, art or or things where you're putting yourself out there, I think it's, it's just so cool to, it's so scary. And then it's mm-hmm. so gratifying to, to show yourself that you can do it. Absolutely. That's how I feel about this podcast. I know. I'm so excited for you. Awesome. I'm so excited for you. It really is no surprise to me that writing is something that embodies a lot of the little gem joy of things in your life that bring you that level of happiness. Mm-hmm. You are a fantastic writer. And I can't help but to wonder <laughs> when you back to high school, when yeah. you're making that decision um, <laughs> that life-altering decision when you're like 17 of what you think you want to go to school for which is Mm -hmm. basically what do I want my job to be right did you ever consider something I mean everything to a degree obviously requires writing but did you ever consider being an author or a journalist or something along those lines um I mean journalism is I think is such a cool thing like I would love to be a journalist that'd be awesome um but honestly at that stage I was so I I got my degree in psychology um and at that stage I was also taking AP Psych in grade 12 Mm. and I loved psychology and I thought it was so cool so I was very much like oh this is awesome I really like this subject and I want to learn more um but my I don't know what I majored in wasn't I wasn't necessarily that career oriented at the time Mm. um it was sort of preference yeah it was like what is interesting to me and um yeah not to get super meta here but I've always thought that psych is kind of or sorry rather that writing is Mm -hmm. kind of a personal psych like it's either doing an inventory of yourself if you're doing journaling or it requires you to be introspective even if you're telling a story like you're getting into your brain in a very Yes, you're articulating what I was trying to say earlier, but failing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, that's another thing. Like, I love psychology and 
what makes people do the things they do and all of that stuff. And, and that's exactly it. Writing is, is part of that. It's just learning more about yourself. Understanding. Uh, It's a way of putting, like, that's why for some people, mm -hmm. the only way to understand their actions or the actions of the surrounding world, or even when you're studying for a a test or an exam, you're learning through writing. Like that is the easiest way to process that information. Exactly. I think, I don't know if it was in Mr. Fuller's room, but I swear he had like something on the, on the ceiling that said, it was something about learning about yourself when you start writing or something. I yeah. wish I could remember yeah. the exact yeah. quote. Okay. I, I was about to say something and then I saw myself because I was picturing a meme that I just saw, which was reflective of what I was about to say. I'll say it anyway. <laughs> Something transformative about an English teacher who is passionate about either you or at least encouraging students to go beyond mm-hmm. the of what English class could entail. Yeah. And for me, it was him and maybe Mr. Obeck, too. But there's definitely a meme that was like, does every single kid have a high school English teacher that changes their life? <laughs> it's, it's, I didn't feel like any of those teachers were particularly life-changing in the moment but I think just it was like having somebody talk about the meaning behind what you're doing beyond just oh we're learning about science we're learning about right exactly and like the greater experience the holistic experience of school and education in general like they were really talented at that yeah Mr. Fuller definitely um do you remember when he he did that he did did this speech where he was like school and you're gonna want to be out of school and you're gonna be working and you're gonna want to be out of work and just sort of like how we're always looking forward. Oh, finish the story. You need. To- <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how it ends, but I remember it being a little bleak. Ends. It just sort of like and then you retired and then you. Whatever, no. No. Oh. Oh. Let me tell you. It's like you're in school and you want to get out of school so badly and then you go to university and you can't wait to get out of university and you get out of university and you wish you were in it for the life of you and now you're working and you're so exhausted in your first job and you can't wait to get a promotion. You get a promotion, you're working even harder, you get married finally and you have kids and you never sleep and you start to have problems with your wife and like your kids are acting up and you probably don't feel like you're in the right career for you and you're questioning everything around you and then you finally end up being able to retire and then you get sick and you die 14 year old brain just going we're just like oh <laughs> yeah I remember taking from that like I don't know it's almost like mindfulness like yeah like, be present and don't look too far ahead that was my takeaway too but we're lucky that we were able to infer that because at no point did he say middle of class and then he went moving on that must be his favorite routine with like each class every year like it's gonna be the reaction this time yeah they react oh gosh <sighs> wow well okay beyond school so now you're well we're always at a stage in our lives where we can choose what we want to do thank you mr fuller for that life lesson yes thank you is writing something that you could see being a part of your life in other capacities to the way it is right now 
Um, like professionally? Maybe, yeah. I mean, in school, like for policy, you got to write for policy, um, which is what I'm going to do. But it's, <laughs> but it's, it's not the same kind of writing, and I don't, I don't anticipate I'll have much creative freedom. But right. nonetheless, it is writing, and you know, I like to do it. It's, I like the, um, the ana- the analysis part, and then distilling that into just sort of a readable, uh, cohesive package. So that might sound incredibly boring to some, but I think it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really have any plans to like with the creative writing. It's it's really just a, a hobby kind of for myself and my family. I share I share my stories with them. I'm sure they absolutely adore that. I speak as someone who has been witness and a beneficiary of your songs. Aww. And that is such a beautiful gift that you give to the world. Thanks, Gemma. That's so sweet. No, they're absolutely spectacular, and that's why I wonder. I mean, the book, actually, that I gave you for your birthday, Big Magic, is kind of all about, I mean, you might have already gleaned this, but that as soon as you kind of turn something that you adore and that brings you such an immense amount of joy into something that you need to make money out of, Mm-hmm. changes your relationship with it and that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not great at it it's right. just that you're putting a heavy weight on it and then you have to rely on it for a lot more than just being your outlet or being something that brings you joy yeah yeah for sure I, I imagine it would really change the dynamic it's yeah I, I think that I mean I probably have a lot more finished projects if I had to uh you know rely on it mm-hmm. but I think right like it's for you at the end of the day anyway so exactly yeah do you see yourself trying to develop it as a skill or do you think it's a passion or a hobby like what word do you think you would use to describe your relationship with writing as you the more and more you do it I see it as as integral to like speaking like it's just another way that I interact with the world that I don't think will go away like I write every day whether it's for work or for pleasure or for whatever and um yeah I I see it it's like it's just a way of processing life well, that was perfect timing as well, as if you didn't just cap it off with the most perfect conclusion. Aww. <laughs> Writing skills come through even in the oral. Oh, oh, oh that word. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you so much for chatting about something that, oh, I just love hearing about. Since I've known you, you've always been incredible writer like there's never been a realization of that it's just been part and parcel with who you are and I think it's also I don't know if it's what makes you so creative and so talented in your singing or if it's something that is reinforced by those activities but so many compliments thank you (laughs) and blushing over here 
I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little flex for you. Did you not in an assignment at SFU that you got like I'm not gonna say the mark because I'm looking to you and delaying until you say it, but just say it. It's incredible. Just say it. A hundred percent. That's wild on a paper. Like I don't think that exists. Well, it does on evidently. Two on two. On two. <laughs> So loud. That's oh my god. This is so embarrassing. Sorry. Ah! To know that you're not just yammering off about loving writing like you're a fucking good writer. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on this. I'm so excited for you that you're doing this. Truly, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited to have your wonderful presence on Little Gems now. I feel like I should ask you questions now. This feels so one-sided. Oh. No, 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 that's not how it works. <laughs> I ask the questions. Honestly? Yep, I ask the questions now. Also, that was a seamless movie reference, and if you don't pick it up, get to your local video store ASAP and rent yourself a copy of Captain Phillips.